1: Hey, what's up, you guys? Welcome back to another episode of True Myths, One Lie, the game show in the form of a podcast all about myths, urban legends, conspiracies, all the things that we don't fully understand. I'm sort of your host, Anthony Manella, and the way that the game works is three stories are going to be told, two of which are from people online that claim that these stories are true, and one that is completely made up. It's up to the guests and everyone at home to try and figure out which story is the lie. Today is our final guest host episode, the one that everyone has been asking for and waiting for since the beginning of the show, Ryan McCauley.
0: Yeah! Ooh. I just wanted to make you guys wait until the end.
1: Um, that's so not true, I gave him the opportunity to be the first one to guest host and he <laughs> procrastinated for so long <laughs> that it's now yeah. the, It took until the show was ending for him to do it.
0: No, if I guest hosted in the beginning, then everyone would have stopped watching.
1: Why? Because they couldn't go up from there?
0: Yeah, there's no... (laughs) Oh, all right. No, I take that back. Tom hosted. Sorry, Tom. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks.
1: Um, Yeah, Ryan, uh, I'm going to let you take it away. So basically, I am going to be playing along today for those of you who maybe haven't seen a guest host episode. Same exact
0: thing other than that. All right. So my first guest today is former host, Anthony Manila, who has... (laughs) 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 What? (laughs) What's wrong? (laughs) <laughs> Former host. It Former sound like he's host. Wrong. I just lose my spot. Uh, you kind of did, <laughs> especially after this episode. Former host, Anthony Manella, who has been publicly embarrassed more times than I can count.
1: I don't, I'm not entirely sure yeah. what he's referring to, but he's also probably not wrong.
0: I mean, all the times that you've had to go out into the middle of your street oh, screaming. Like a, in a chicken costume, in a, costume, yeah. in a
1: um, fox costume that we...
0: He Said it was panda, panda. Yeah. Alright, well my second guest today is true myths one lie public enemy number one for reasons that I can't explain because I'm contractually binded to an NDA and Anthony threatened threatened my financial career. Tom Heinlein. Thank you. I realize you can't really comment much yes, on this one. Well, I don't know what to say about that. My final guest today is the guy whose legs don't know how to leg. Christopher Manella. Yes. Thank you. Do uh, you want to go into some more detail about um, what
2: occurred? You could watch the new Ryan uh, McCauley video. What's your YouTube channel? You can
0: you can watch my YouTube channel, Ryan McCauley, and watch Toph's Legs Not Leg. I fall twice. I thought a lot about what topic I wanted to use when I hosted. I went through like 10 different topics. And I thought in the end, it would be nice, as we're coming to the close of this podcast, to revisit our very first episode, and we're going to talk about Aliens with the same group that we had on the first time. Anthony, <laughs> Tove, me, and a better version of Andrew. <laughs> <laughs> wow.
1: Also, for those wondering about uh, the fact that Tom usually has a contract with my father to be on, my father was invited and <laughs> said no.
2: <laughs> Wait, really? Yeah. He would have replaced
1: me? No, no, we were gonna pull a fifth chair up. Oh, for- really? We were gonna have five guests for the first time ever. And he, said, he just said no. He said no. <laughs> he said
3: no. Yeah, I'm very offended. Yeah, so apparently the contract meant
0: nothing. <laughs> you know wow. what it was? I think Larry was afraid of me. <laughs> he knew that I was hosting the episode, and he's like, no way. I'm going to lose. I think you're on to it, Ryan. Are we ready to get into story number one? I am yeah, so yeah. ready. Oh, yeah. All right, let me let me try to nail this. Story number one. That's pretty good. It
1: was close, but no, try again, s- no try s- again, s-
0: again. Try again. Try again. Try again. Story number one. That was it. One more time. One more time. One more time. (laughs) It
1: sounded just (laughs) like me. Story number one. There it is. (laughs) There it it is. There it is. You got it. (laughs) All right, perfect.
0: So, this story takes place in 2016. Fairly recently, a 29 year old man was on a camping trip in Acadia National Park in Maine. So, during the night, when he was asleep, he was awoken due to a fairly loud humming sound coming from outside the tent. He tried to ignore it and go back to sleep, but the humming kept getting louder and louder to the point where it sounded like it was almost coming from within his own head. He went outside of his tent, but as soon as he got out, the humming completely stopped. But that's not all, everything stopped. He couldn't hear anything at all. Shortly after this, he saw a bright blue triangular light in the sky that just kept getting brighter and brighter until eventually he woke up and realized that he was strapped to a table. He still couldn't hear anything, and despite how wild the situation is, he felt a strange feeling of calm come over him. On the table next to him was what appeared to be a human, but it was grey in color and seemingly injured, almost as if it was dying. It was completely motionless. The man then turned and realized he was being approached by a 7 foot tall, grey alien that he described its body to be telephone pole-like with a large light bulb shaped head, and it had long, pointy fingers. So this large alien then approached the man and it touched its pointy, long, pointy finger on the man's forehead. And while it was in that physical contact, it was communicating to him telepathically and it told the man that he is not a compatible vessel. After this, the man awoke in his tent as if nothing had happened. To this day, he's still unsure whether that was an actual alien encounter or just a crazy nightmare. That is the end of story number one. I'm going to give you guys some time to discuss. Go. I really, really like that story.
3: I feel like a lot of those details were very, very, like, stereotypical alien abduction. Right. He he gets beamed up in a light. He's now on an operating table. They're talking with him telepathically. It's this big, gray, big bulbous head mm-hmm. thing. They're like, trying to steal his organs. Like,
2: it, <laughs> it is normal things. Black market <laughs> organs. <laughs> black market aliens. <laughs> I don't know why. First impression, I don't think Ryan wrote this.
1: I was leaning and I'm not sure why I'm feeling Yeah, that. I was leaning towards that too but I also don't want to write it off because right, right. it was all Themes and things about aliens that I've heard before, yes. and it's possible that he took things and put them together.
3: I would like to see how this compares to his mm-hmm. other stories. It, depending on the other stories, this could go either way for me. Right. right. Yeah. Because it's very like, this is a classic alien
2: story. Yeah. Yeah. And it wasn't like crazy, you know, it wasn't super no, crazy. But I do like the
3: touch that like they're harvesting organs to like save this other alien. I really like, if, if you did write this, very nice touch. If you didn't, very nice touch to whoever this <laughs> happened to. I'm very sorry that this happened. <laughs> Very nice touch that you
2: experienced. Yes, Yes, very good.
0: Thank you for indulging the internet with your experience. It's so good. Yeah, anyway, you guys uh, ready to move on to story number two? Yeah. Yeah. Story number two. There's a man who lives at the dead end of a rural area road with no street light. On one particular morning, he awoke from his sleep and saw a four-foot-tall gray alien Staring directly at him The alien had no clothes And an abnormally flat head It was standing so close to the man's bed That he could almost reach out And touch it He did not (laughs) Okay good to know The man was frozen in fear And his only thought running through his head Was that he was laying his eyes upon God (laughs) No way Way (laughs) Way (laughs) Seconds later the man blinked and the alien vanished into thin air, never to be seen again. The man remembers that prior to waking up, in his dream, he was free-falling for several minutes. After this encounter, he tried contacting every authority that he could possibly think of. (laughs) FBI, NSA, U.S. Air Force, Tom Heinlein. (laughs) (laughs) No one would reply to his messages.
1: Something tells me (laughs) (laughs) that if the whole story's not fake, at least one sentence (laughs) is...
0: It was in there. <laughs> I, that's why I picked it. I thought it was crazy.
1: <laughs> that's what made this one so nuts. That Tom was in the story. This story's
3: already throwing me off so hard now.
2: Yeah, wow. Okay.
0: That is crazy. this guy knows Tom? That is crazy. Man spent the following months searching for answers on the internet, only to become increasingly angered by people writing it off as a hallucination. This encounter has since led the man to believe that we are living in a computer generated simulation that is created by these gray aliens that he refers to as the game masters. He cites the evolution of video game graphics and the fact that matter becomes pixelated under a strong enough microscope to support his belief. The man still lives in that very same house to this day and he thinks about that gray alien every single day of his life and wishes that he can meet it again So that he can truly understand what happened and why. And that is the end of story number two. I'm gonna give you guys some time to discuss. Go.
1: So the guy said that he went online and people were writing it off as a hallucination. No way. Everyone on the (laughs) internet believes in aliens.
3: I think all of those details were very, very weird. Yes. Like the gray. So I have thoughts about the gray alien being naked. (laughs)
2: <laughs> um,
1: well, the thing that, that's weird about that is that I've never heard anyone describe an alien that way. I lean more towards this one. I definitely do. Definitely. Although, the detail about him thinking
3: that
2: he saw God
3: yeah, that was feels really... realistic.
2: It does, but it was so, like, out of, like, left field. Like, what?
1: I can see Ryan coming up with that, too, though, because we've used that joke in videos. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> that
2: That's the that face, face of a man who's defeated. He's like... <laughs> Yep, (laughs) got me. And I don't think it's fair to go off of this, but Ryan, when he was starting the story, he seemed a little anxious. Yeah, he did.
1: (laughs) Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app.
2: whether you're a hardcore enthusiast or just a person who goes up, oh, that's a good-looking car, <laughs> check out The Big Three, available wherever you get your podcasts, or you can watch the full videos at Donut Podcasts
0: on YouTube. <laughs> yeah, it's time for a minigame, right? So, to distract you guys completely from the story you just heard, <laughs> it's time for a minigame. Awesome. I thought it'd be interesting, since we're nearing the end of the podcast, to take all of the m- mythical creatures and urban legends and things we that we've encountered here on this podcast and hit them up against each other for That's a cool. big battle tournament. I like oh, that. Okay. I like that. So I think it'd be fun. And you guys, are, I'm going to tell you who's paired up against each other, and you guys are going to decide who would win in a fight. Okay. And okay. We're going to see which some, one is like the Like an actual fight. Yeah, like actual fight. Nice. Okay, okay. okay. Actual I like that. Fight. Very cool. All right, so our first fight... Is Bigfoot versus Chupacabra. The foot. Foot all the way. The foot. Yeah. Why
2: I don't even the foot?
1: Because Bigfoot can literally steal people's trailer
0: vans yeah. and
1: drive away with
3: them.
0: <laughs> yeah, Mr. Carly? Foot's got the intelligence. Yeah. <laughs> right, right. Way outsmarts the Chupacabra. You don't think the Chupacabra's blood sucking ability will. You don't think it'll just suck all the blood out of Bigfoot and take it down? It's a
3: lot of blood. It's a lot, That's a blood. lot of blood. It's a big blood. One. Krampus versus <laughs> Creepy Clown. Who takes it? Krampus. I'm gonna
1: say Krampus. Um, I would also say Krampus. Creepy clown is kind of just like regular people on the street most of the
3: time. (laughs) Unless Krampus is afraid of clowns, then the clown.
0: We don't know that. Yeah, we don't know that.
1: Um, no, Krampus is horrifying.
3: Krampus
0: is is. really scary. He like
1: beats people with chains. Like, I don't know if any of the stories we talked about on the podcast he necessarily beat anybody but like no. on, in other stories he for sure does and it's it's horrifying and literally mm.
0: drags people to hell
1: yeah yeah so it's yeah, like how do you beat that
0: yeah. yeah he's he's scary he's
1: like the devil
0: austin murphy <laughs> versus La Llorona. <laughs> <laughs> now, I want you to keep something in mind here. Because oh, so the funny. reason... Austin's in here for a reason. And the reason I put him in is because Austin has made some wild claims on this podcast. Of yes. things that he's able to do. He was able to RKO our school principal. <laughs> he's uh, So he's on par with Florida Man. And right. also, Austin once said that a ghost would meet the other end of his fist. <laughs> implying that Austin can physically punch a ghost. And La Yorona is a ghost. If Austin's claims are true, he might have this. No. Austin
2: would not
3: win. I'm sorry, (laughs) Austin. I'll compliment my boy, and Austin also has a heart, and he would hear a crying, weeping woman, and he would go to aid her, only to get his throat cut out or something like
1: that. (laughs) I like the thought process of that. But Austin is
2: afraid of everything, and he would run when he, he heard that. He would lose against an open door. I should
0: have <laughs> put Austin of
2: open, open doors.
1: doors. You know what this comes down to? Do we want to see Austin move on in the bracket?
2: <laughs> oh my god, I think yes. we do. Yes, we do. I think, do. We, I think do. we do. All right, all right, all right. All
0: right. He's got it.
3: Austin Murphy beats La Llorona.
0: <laughs> it
3: we want to see him move on. <laughs>
0: In a big upset, Austin <laughs> Murphy defeats sure. Llorona. Sorry, Lolly. <laughs> yeah, sorry, Lolly. My viewers are screaming at us. right <laughs> yeah.
2: now. In
0: Austin, Spanish. Yeah, but Austin is watching this and he's like, "That's right." <laughs> alien, the topic of today's podcast, versus Florida Man.
3: Oh my God, Florida Man. He would have been a perfect match. <laughs> he's compatible. RKOs the alien. He's, he's always compatible. He's the only human who's compatible with alien organs. <laughs>
1: He's the one they were looking for. (laughs) He he realized he took the wrong orchid out and he just sets it aside. (laughs) Like the one, like the the fake story where he just left it on the car, (laughs) the bike tire. Oh, yeah.
3: Yeah,
0: Florida Man's like the jack of all trades, like it's it's gonna be interesting to see him go up against anything else. <laughs> Florida Man
1: just wanted to remind the alien that he owes him. <laughs> 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 we move on, Florida Man. Even though I really don't believe that. <laughs> you
3: don't
0: believe Florida Man would take down the alien? I for sure do. <laughs> Genuinely, he would. So we're on the other side of the bracket now, right? Okay. Wendigo versus haunted staircase in the woods. <laughs> I want to
3: say Wendigo Wendigos are like Extraordinarily powerful And extraordinarily like Cunning Hmm. I really really like Don't think they get enough credit in popular culture
1: I can't see the staircase Because even the people who claim to have seen haunted staircases Always make
0: it back There's no way
1: Wendigo wouldn't win
0: Dogman versus Mothman Personally, my heart is with Dogman. I
1: mean, look, Mothman, some people really just think is a good guy. He would be fighting for the greater good. But would he win? I don't know. So, Dogman's a chump. I'm just gonna, I'm just <laughs> gonna say that. There were six of them surrounding this man's house at one point.
2: That's so funny. <laughs> the
1: one, one of the stories, Dogman beat
3: this dude senseless, and the guy still survived. <laughs> Oh,
1: you the, make a good point. The guy was
3: literally sleeping in his tent, and Dogman couldn't kill him. He beat him was, senseless, and the guy still walked away. You're right.
0: I remember Was
1: Dogman the one that was, like, the, the kids? He picked the kid a child up by its neck and swung so it around, and around. the kid was fine. <laughs> Dogman's a chump. You're we, right.
0: We can't pick him, then. Werewolf versus Black-Eyed Child.
1: Ooh. The black-eyed
0: children Ooh, horrify me. They,
3: they are, are so, so scary. I'm so mad that Definitely. was the first podcast I've ever been on. I would say black-eyed child. Yeah, black-eyed children. It just scares are... me
1: so much. I feel like a werewolf would look at that thing and be like, ah! <laughs>
3: <laughs> <laughs> Exact noise. All right. Yeah. All right I'm going to say black-eyed children, too. Shadow person
0: <sighs> versus a skinwalker.
2: Oh.
1: The shadow person stories were horrifying, too. See, I was yeah. going to say skinwalker. Those are horrifying, also.
0: This is a tough one. Is a really, really. I'm gonna tough. let you guys pick because I would pick both or neither.
1: The thing that horrifies me about Skinwalkers, the more you talk about them, the more they're coming after you. I'm like Wendigos. Yeah.
0: All right. What do we What are we going with? Skinwalker. Skinwalker. Yeah. Skinwalker. Sure. We have to. Skinwalker beats the Shadow Person. All right, boys. We've made it to round two. Let's right. go. And our first fight in the second round is Bigfoot versus Krampus. Ooh. I think Krampus.
2: I I think Krampus too. Like Bigfoot's pretty helpless. Like he's not supernatural at all. He's just he's like afraid super of strong. Humans. Is Krampus a human? N-
1: n- no, but but he's shy, supposedly.
2: <laughs> he's a little shy. <laughs> Bigfoot is a little shy. He's a pacifist. Shy. He doesn't like so, to get tussled up.
0: So.
1: And like we said before, Krampus can literally take him and just drag him to hell. I would say Krampus.
0: Austin Murphy <laughs> versus Florida man. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Wait! This is they're the same. The this same is the person. This the best matchup. It is. Oh no! It Who's is. Who's gonna RKO the other? Yeah. They can both RKO principles. They're both
0: aren't capable of RKOing principles. <laughs> they Cable knock each principle. other
1: out. Larniman threw an alligator into a Wendy's incorrect <laughs> for incorrect nugget count.
3: But does Austin even get to the fight? Does he have a ride?
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Oh my god! <laughs> are any of you three willing to drive Austin to the fight default because he couldn't show up? <laughs> <laughs>
3: Unless Austin can find a ride to the fight. <laughs> I don't see how this works. I think Tom just made our answer.
0: I think he might have. So Florida Man takes oh, it. Florida Man takes Florida it because Austin doesn't it. get a ride.
3: a <laughs> <under laughs> technicality. And then Austin
0: tries to get on his Wait. bike. To, <laughs> Florida, Florida, man, Florida, man, Florida stole, man stole the tire. Yeah, actually, even if Austin were to drive, Florida Man would steal his car. <laughs> yeah, Florida Man stole is his car. ride. Florida Man confirmed. Florida
3: Man's
1: the ride and then crash it and then... Rides onto the train tracks. Yeah. <laughs> it lets the train do its thing. I cannot believe how many times we just referenced so many different ep- Austin episodes in like ten seconds. Um, yeah, we gotta we gotta go Florida, man. Yeah, I think yeah, of we course. just
0: we a Florida man hard counters Austin mm-hmm. in yeah. every possible way. We're back on the other side of the bracket, and we've got a Wendigo versus Mothman. Mm-hmm. Wendigo. I'm just really? gonna go ahead and say it right off the
2: bat. What? I trust Tom. It seems like he knows a lot about Wendigo's. The
3: Wendigo is essentially a skinwalker, like a very specific kind. Right. And if we are that afraid of skinwalkers, I urge you mm. and plead with you to be that mm. afraid of Wendigo's also. Do not take them lightly.
1: Okay. Right, alright. black eye child versus skinwalker.
0: Oh, oh. this is a matchup. Wow.
1: There. I, there's just still, to me, something so horrifying about a ch- a, like a demon child with yeah. black eyes. But at the same time, asking you for help—it's a child. So what quality
3: of the black-eyed children makes them superior in a fight against a skinwalker? Then? Yeah. Like I agree that they're probably—they're more horrifying to me personally.
0: But yeah. they're not going to scare a skinwalker. Yeah, right. In a what fight if, sense. Right. Yeah, I think the skinwalker's skinwalker. is not going to
1: care. All right. Yeah, that's fair.
0: Krampus versus Florida Man. This is the this is the semifinals Come right on, now. Guys. I think oh. we know who
2: needs to go through. <laughs>
0: Need I think we
2: know who needs to. <laughs> it doesn't even snow in Florida. True. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, he's right.
0: There's no Christmas There's, in Florida. Like, he has no home
2: field advantage. Florida man always has
0: home field advantage. Because he's always in Florida. Wait, wait, do we know? Even if he's not, if the fight is not in Florida, he's in Florida. <laughs> he,
2: brings Florida he brings Florida to, Florida. to the fight. <laughs> You can't beat that. <laughs> he wins. He wins. I have no argument. <laughs> Move him on. Move him on, yeah. Okay,
3: Krampus. Krampus goes down. It should at least make Austin feel better that he lost the man who made it to the finals.
0: Yeah. 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 <laughs> Wendigo versus Skinwalker.
1: Yeah. This one is just so similar for me to be able to pick one, but what do you know, Tom? You know a lot about Wendigos. So
3: what it comes <coughs> down to with this one, like Skinwalkers, in my understanding, and I think you know a little bit more about that I I know a lot it.
1: about Skinwalkers, but... The Wendigo's physical prowess
3: outmatches the Skinwalker, but the Skinwalker's ability to shapeshift into multiple different things yeah. gives it an advantage in that sense. Yeah, it can could, it could disguise itself. Right. Yeah. I go with the Skinwalker. I'm okay with going with the Skinwalker, though. All right, yeah, okay. we'll,
1: we'll go Skinwalker.
0: We have made it to the True Myths One Lie Grand Finale, Florida Man versus Skinwalker. Oh. <laughs> Florida Man. It's just a no-brainer.
2: I think. Hold on. Tom doesn't know the most about Florida Man here. Suppose
3: the Skinwalker shapeshifted into Florida Man. Oh. Then it would be Florida Man versus Florida Man, and it comes back down to which one RKO's the
0: other first. <laughs> what, what if? What if in the fight Skinwalker shapeshifts into Austin Murphy, <laughs> <laughs> and now we get the oh get, my god, we get the actual fight Right, because the Skinwalker can drive. <laughs>
1: We praised Florida Man so heavily in a previous episode, and we're going to do it again. Florida Man is going all the way- I don't know.
2: All the way in- What we're do you guys lock- think? Locking in Florida Man. Are we locking in um, Florida so, Man? Um, I
3: I just want to justify this decision. Tom is
2: like the Simon right now of the
3: judges. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just justifying the decision here. Florida Man's repertoire and Florida the stories revolving around Florida Man- Are so not just bizarre, but there's such a wide Mm. range of things he's capable of. Right. Where all of these other stories, not so much. Justifiably, I think we can go with Florida Man.
1: Florida Man can do so much. There's so
3: much he can do.
0: (laughs) All right, boys. I have a shrine of him in my closet. We have (laughs) figured it out. Florida Man (laughs) is the strongest (laughs) mythical creature, urban legend, and all things that we don't fully understand. That we have talked about on this podcast. We have just lost all credibility
1: as a mythical creature podcast. <laughs> have we though? We never had credibility. <laughs> exactly.
0: <laughs> Before we get into story number three, we have to take a quick break because Anthony is forcing me to say that.
3: We're back. <laughs> We're back.
0: I told you it was fast. <laughs> Are you guys ready to get into? Story number three. Yep. Yeah. This story takes place in Istanbul, 2004. A man was at his summer home near the sea when he was awoken to a high-pitched humming sound. He checked the clock, saw that it was 3 a.m., so he got up to go grab a can of soda. As one would do (laughs) when they wake up at 3 (laughs) a.m. After he grabbed his soda, he looked out his window and saw an orange light coming from his garden. He immediately grabbed his shotgun and went outside to check it. Upon his investigation in the garden, he saw a human-like figure and believed it to be an intruder. He approached the figure and readied his gun and said, Who are you and what are you doing in my garden? <laughs>
2: oh my god. What a manly thing to say.
0: <laughs> the figure did not answer. <laughs> the man then cocked back his gun and he said, If you don't answer, I'll shoot. The figure still did not answer. The man then moved closer and realized that that figure was no human. It was an alien. The alien looked innocent and it had big black eyes. It was wearing a gray uniform with a golden belt that was glowing orange. The alien was laying on the floor and it had a green liquid dripping out of its wound on its stomach. The man then called the local authorities and told them everything. The guy on the phone told the man, do not move and do not talk to the alien. He specifically said to the man, don't worry, he won't hurt you. Approximately 15 minutes later, a black Jeep without a license plate arrived bringing five men in suits. The commander of this group rushed over to the alien immediately and telepathically communicated with it for 30 straight minutes. After their conversation, the commander grabbed the alien by the back of its neck and threw it into the Jeep. During the moment that the alien was being thrown into the van, our main character, the man, made eye contact with it, and he believes that the alien communicated to him, not that it actually said it, but he he felt what was being said in that moment, if that makes any sense, yeah. that the alien was saying, why would you do this to me? To this day, the man is still haunted by that last look that the alien gave him, so much so that he cries his eyes out at the very thought of it. And that is the end of story number three. I'm going to give you guys some time to discuss. Oh, (sighs) wow. So
1: are there are similarities in this story between both of them, but I, I don't think this one is Ryan's. That's my initial impression.
3: Why? So this one is the least believable to me.
1: Yes, it is the least believable. Um, it's so specific. There are so many little things on the floor, easing, oozing green slime, A car with no license plate. Five men come out. Yeah, black jeep,
2: no license plate, all in suits. First guy runs over. There's a lot of little details. the The
1: first two didn't have any of that.
3: There's a lot in this story to unpack, and there's a lot in this story that are completely unnecessary and not in the other two stories, and it almost makes me want to think that Ryan was just throwing this detail and that detail in just to like be like i'm going to make this story as crazy and detailed as possible i'm
0: skeptical of all three for three different reasons mm. well i think it's time for a recap yeah <laughs> story number 1 a man is on a camping trip he wakes up to this strange humming sound that keeps getting louder and louder to the point where he ends up not being able to hear anything at all big blue triangle light appears in the sky wakes up strapped to a bed there's some human looking gray alien thing in a bed next to him and he gets approached by a telephone pole like (laughs) by a telephone pole like alien with a light bulb for a head not an actual light bulb but it's just shaped like a light bulb and got long fingers touches his forehead communicates to him telepathically tells him that he is not a suitable vessel that's a real story Story number two, a man is living in a house at the dead end of a rural area street. He wakes up in the middle of the night to see this, or it's like kind of early in the morning, and he sees this gray alien right next to his bedside. It's naked, it has a flat head, and uh, he can almost touch it, but he doesn't touch it because it's naked. The alien, (laughs) the moment the man blinked, the alien completely vanished. He remembers free-falling in his dream before that happened, and... After this encounter, he searches the internet for answers. After trying to contact the FBI and no one answers him, the internet tells him that he's crazy. The man then goes crazy, starts believing that we're in a computer-generated simulation created by the aliens, and uh, yeah. Story number three, man wakes up, hears a noise coming from his garden and sees a light coming from his garden, grabs his shotgun, goes to check, finds what he, what I guess he confirms to be an alien, wearing a uniform, bleeding out, green goo from from its belly and uh, he calls the local authorities. They apparently know exactly what is going on and they, they send five men in suits in an unmarked black van to come and the commander of that group goes up to the alien, communicates to it for a while and then grabs it by the back of his neck, throws it in the van and the man cries about it to this day. And those are your three stories. I'm gonna give you guys some time to make your final decision. Go! I still feel two, but... I'm super, like, on two. You're
2: super on two? Yeah. I really don't think it's one or three.
1: You feel otherwise? No.
3: I also think it's two, and I'm talking myself out of it for different reasons. For all... I I will just lay out all my thoughts, and then we're going to pick two in the end anyway. <laughs> yeah. But just, but just for the record, I'm going to lay out my Go thoughts. Go for it. So, number one has the least detail. Yeah. Right. Which makes me almost think Ryan could have written that one. Because it's very generic and it's so undetailed compared to the other two that Ryan could have just written a story for the sake of a story that's very, very normal and left it at that. It's also possible he did it on purpose. But it is also the most believable to me, so I'm willing to write that off. Right. Hmm. I think it's two because it's so, it goes in so many different directions. This guy thinks we're in some kind of simulation. He thinks that he sees God. Like, I think it's just a weird
2: story all in all. I think Ryan wrote that one after uh, reading the third story. Yeah. Because he's like, oh, aliens aren't always naked, so I'll write a better naked one.
3: (laughs) But then the third story is weird because it also has the humming, the shotgun thing, and the orange light is so Skinwalker Ranch, like, similar. Yeah. And then, like, these... FBI agents pulling up in a van at the end and telepathically, like, throwing this thing in. It's kind of weird and, like, kind of storytelling. And his difficulty in describing the alien's conversation with the guy, when if it's a story, he would have just worded it how the story itself right. worded it, rather than him having difficulty coming up how to word that. Mm. He would have just said, This is what was written, this is what... But instead, he had to come up with a way that made sense to portray that thought because he came up with that thought and had to put it into words. That's like overanalyzing
1: that, I think. But I might be right, is what I'm afraid of. I'm also afraid that you might be right. You're afraid I might be right about that? I'm afraid you might be right about that.
2: I feel like that sentence, no matter what, was going to be weird. I'm going to need an answer. So both
1: I'm just kidding. I just, wanted, I just wanted to say that once. Just because it always bothers <laughs> me when he says yeah. it. Both one and three had an alien endangered. Mm-hmm. And then... One and three had the
2: humming. One and, and, three the had the humming and the color. And
3: the humming, color. They were all gray in all three. Well, the
2: first one he saw the blue triangle. The okay. third one there was the orange color. Okay. The, third, the second one had no color. Two was just like totally out there. Two also had no date
3: or place.
2: Yeah, and the others two. It, the other two right?
3: had at least a date and or place. Istanbul throws me off a little bit too, because Istanbul is one of those countries where you could be like, oh yeah, Istanbul. <laughs> like, it sounds like almost like you'd make that up. Let's go all in on, on two. Are you um, sure? Yes. Yes. Can yes. we
0: um, officially lock it in?
1: Ryan, we are locking in story number two.
0: <sighs> Guys... You're wrong. Is it 3? <laughs> it's not 3. It's 1, it's oh, 1. Cuz
3: it's the simplest. So you see you gotta wow, look at all, all right. these things.
0: I want you to know um, that my I God. I I've played this game for a long mm-hmm. time. It was a I normal story, it, but I also crafted it to have details from both of the stories. Yep, so that you really couldn't pull ah. from that. Cuz the common thing that I always look for is always like the similarities between right. between right. the stories. And I'm like, you know, if if it's just similar to both of the stories, what are they going to do? Ryan, where can they find you? They can find me at Ryan McCauley on YouTube. I just hit 9,000 subscribers. Nice. uh, Yeah, I'm really climbing. So, um, yeah, I've been posting a lot of vlogs and just a lot of behind the scenes culture stuff. So you should go on over to my channel and check out my videos. You might enjoy it or you might not. But you'll probably get a laugh out of Toe falling. I fall twice. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe you'll laugh at least once.
1: Thank you guys so much for listening. If you're listening wherever you get your podcast, make sure to give it a rate and review. It really, really helps us out. And subscribe to the podcast for free. If you're watching the video version, make sure to give that a like, leave a comment down below, letting us know what you thought, and subscribe and turn on notifications so you don't miss when we post new episodes. Follow us on Instagram at culture 35 and on TikTok at realculture 35 for some extra bonus content. That is about it. Thank you guys again so much for watching and listening. We will see you guys again next week with a brand new episode. Bye, guys.